So tonight, we as Christians celebrate the most important event in history, the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And there is absolutely no witness to this event. It happened at night in a sealed tomb completely and totally in secret. People encountered the risen Christ on Easter Sunday and in the subsequent days, but nobody was there to actually witness this event. The most important event in history is completely shrouded in mystery. And we must understand this if we are going to understand the mystery that is central to us as Catholics, the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Because, of course, it is in the Mass that we experience and encounter Jesus Christ in his risen flesh. The resurrection, what we celebrate tonight, was so important to the early Christians that they actually changed the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday in order to commemorate the resurrection. This is why we are obliged to come to Mass on Sunday. It's not some arbitrary decision because the church believed in the earliest days the resurrection of Jesus from the dead is so important that we should desire to celebrate it once a week. And this mystery, the secrecy that surrounds the actual resurrection of Jesus is part of the reason that the Mass and the liturgy is marked by mystery to make present, in a sense, the hiddenness of our Lord and Savior's resurrection from the dead. And so you are going to notice throughout the entire liturgy, not just tonight, but every Mass, a certain veiling, a certain secrecy, a certain hiddenness, and so many of the different forms. And the Mass existed before Vatican II and continues to exist as the extraordinary form the priest faces with the people. You often heard as the back to the people. Quite often the prayers were said sotto voce, under voice, not so that we could deceive anyone, but to shroud it in mystery. You couldn't see everything or hear anything that was going on, just like you couldn't see or hear what happened on this Easter night at the tomb. The Eastern rites actually have what we call an iconostasis, a wall that separates the sanctuary from the main nave of the church. You really can't see anything that goes on until the priest comes out and reveals, like Christ coming from the tomb, the consecrated host. It's completely hidden in mystery. And the reality is that we take time to meditate on the Eucharist itself, the most important event for us as Christians and Catholics, the consecration. Even though you hear the words and you may be able to see the host, you can't see what really goes on. None of us can with our eyes because it is a sacrament. We cannot witness the change. But why does God act this way? 
Why is the most important event in history in our Christian faith hidden from sight? A big stone hides it from everyone. And why is the liturgy that we've been talking about for the past two days so hidden and so mysterious and so often difficult for us to understand? I'm going to give you a quote from Pope Benedict writing a few years ago in the second volume of Jesus of Nazareth, where he talks about Holy Week and the resurrection. And he says, it is part of the mystery of God that he, God, acts so gently that he only gradually builds up his history within the great history of mankind. That he becomes man and so can be overlooked by his contemporaries and by the decisive forces within history. That he suffers and dies and that having risen again, he chooses to come to mankind only through the faith of the disciples to whom he reveals himself. That he continues to knock gently at the doors of our hearts and slowly opens our eyes if we open our doors to him. And yet, it is not truly, is this not truly the divine way? Not to overwhelm with external power, but to give freedom to offer an illicit love. With overwhelming power, Christ's body rises from the dead in the power of the Spirit, but it's completely hidden. All we get is the testimony of the apostles. And as Ratzinger says, as Benedict says, he does this for us respecting our freedom and giving our hearts space to respond in love. He did it at the resurrection and he acts in the same way in each mass where we celebrate the resurrection and encounter the risen Lord under the appearances of bread and wine. And that is why although we have an obligation to come to mass, an obligation to come and receive him, he's never going to force us. He's never going to overwhelm us with his majesty or power. Instead, he hopes that his gentle prodding will change our hearts and we will come willingly out of love for him. And this is where I believe, brothers and sisters, the insights that I attempted to share over the course of the past two days are tied together on how we can learn to receive more at Mass. Indeed, we need to adopt the contemplative Marian attitude, prayerful, receptive, accepting, not trying to grasp or control, but letting Christ be the main actor at the Mass and in our lives. And doing this, not just at Mass, but contemplating and having this attitude throughout everything we do, allowing prayer to permeate our entire existence. But also here in the liturgy, allowing Jesus to act, but in that mysterious way, the hidden way, the same way he did this night when he rose from the dead. And we can contemplate the mystery, allowing it to transform our hearts and minds even though we don't see everything, we don't understand everything, but allowing the Lord to gently change us through this mystery and in turn responding with love for Christ and the Mass and the Eucharist. And from that, receiving the risen Lord, going out to share it with others. 
That's why the Gospel accounts tell us that after the women, after the apostles encountered Jesus, they encountered the empty tomb, they went out. Even though they didn't see what happened, they went out to share the good news to others. And this is the, the final secret to getting more out of Mass. Not only respecting the mystery and understanding how the Lord acts, but the more that we share it with others, the more that we go and tell other people about the mystery of the Eucharist and what we've received at Mass, the more we will receive every time we return, we come to Mass. So in the joy of this Easter night, let us enter into the depths of the mystery of the Lord's resurrection, so often hidden from our view, approaching him with great faith, and from that encounter, allow the Lord in his own gentle way, through our prayerful, contemplative, receptive attitude, change our hearts and leave our hearts filled with joy so we can go out and share the Easter joy with others. Amen.